0: Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile gaming review program. I am
1: Sam. And I am Tice. Each week we challenge each other to play a new mobile game, and this week I chose Skate City. Skate City is a side-scrolling style skateboarding game where you can skate through cities like Miami, Tokyo, and LA. Before we get
0: into more details around Skate City, can you read the Apple App Store description for Skate City? I
1: can. It's lengthy. Well, it's lengthy. Would you like me to read all of it or, or skim?
0: I think you should maybe like the first two paragraphs. If it's
1: lengthy, right, and that's it, right—that it is quite lengthy. I'll uh, I'll get through. The why first is it bit. so
0: lengthy? It's <laughs> it's
1: super big. Um, I mean, it's I can see why. Like, it look, kind of it reads almost like a news article with some headlines, but it starts off with capture the heart and soul of street skating in a style that's all your own. Push to perfect your flow and improve your skills while mastering hundreds of trick combinations. Immerse yourself in the dynamic environments as morning fades to night and the weather shifts unexpectedly. And then it kind of moves into a bunch of features and things that you might like about the game, Mm. uh, like being able to challenge or chill, level up, music, uh, and then sharing features of the game. So, yeah, they've gone quite a detailed description, not going to lie. Interesting,
0: because if I read the description without any pictures... Or anything like that. I have no idea on what the mechanics of the games are.
1: They haven't talked about that, have they? They've kind of talked. It's almost it almost. um, I wouldn't say it reads like a movie, but yeah, it's it's very it's almost non-descriptive. It's uh, very like game plays.
0: Yeah, it's more about the feels that you might get with the game, but nothing
1: about the actual mechanics, right? Which, and I'm sure we'll get into this, but I think that's a good take on what this game is attempting to do, where it does focus a lot on the feel and the vibe, and shares a little less about the mechanics of it and how to play the game and how to get through the game. Gotcha.
0: Is there anything about, has this game company made anything else before?
1: They have. I'm glad you asked. The studio is called Snowman. They have made Alto's Odyssey, Mm. which you and Edwin reviewed back in March 2018. Wow, you did did your research. research. (laughs) I did. I did. It was cool. Uh, You had a lot of things to say about that that I think translate some of them translate into this game, which is interesting. They also made another game called Where Cards Fall. Mm. And I got the impression that prior to this studio moving into Apple Arcade, they were kind of the reusing some of the format because it looks like Where Cards Fall felt a little bit like Alto's Odyssey. I haven't played either, full disclosure, but it did look like they are on, they're in, they're in a similar frame of mind when it comes to these side scrolling, kind of get through the game. But this particular game, Skate City, is definitely, it seems, a little different to Alto's Odyssey. Right. A little closer to the character, it seems. A little less abstract uh, and a, l- a little bit more realistic, perhaps. Gotcha.
0: Wow. This is a company that has made a lot of stuff. So not only did they make Alto's Odyssey. Previous to that, they made Alto's Adventure. More recently, they made Alto's Odyssey, colon, The Lost City. And wow. they also made some, like, productivity apps, like um, a oh, program I did called see that. Shifts and a program called Checkmark, which is, I'm assuming, is like a to-do list, right? Okay. So I, this company definitely has like a, a really good sense of design and cleanliness because that's one of the things that I noticed about their previous game, Alto's Odyssey, is how minimal but like detailed things look, right? Like it's very sort of picturesque and clean looking, but at the same time, it gets across like a lot of the stuff and elements that you'd like to see in a game like that.
1: I, I having not played Alto's Odyssey, but I, I, I looked through some of the, the shots from it and the clips, it did... From what you're saying there, it almost sounds a bit like a Monument Valley esque, where like it lo- it, it's simple but also very detailed. Um, and that art style is aesthetically pretty pleasing. It's nice to look at. Right. That was created so, a little bit of zen.
0: So, speaking of Skate City, Tice, can you explain to me what Skate City is all about?
1: So, right off the bat, when you start Skate City uh, throughout the whole game, in fact, I felt like um, it's a game that you just want to start playing to understand the mechanics. But it's the way the game, game works, right? It is a skating game, Skate City. You'd think, well, what, what type of skating? We are specifically talking about skateboarding. Yeah. So just to be clear, um, right. it is a skateboarding game. Uh, as I said before, it's a kind of platformy, two D esque, um, sc- scrolling from left to right skateboarding game. You do get to skate through a couple of different cities, which different with different scenes and and things to kind of like perform tricks on. But overall, each level feels like a reskin of the same type of thing, same same style mechanics.
0: And it is like you are uh, a skateboarder in kind of like a side-scrolling way. You're skating through different terrains and stuff,
1: right? That's right, yeah. So you'll be, you'll be doing ollies up onto um, tabletops and grinding on park benches or down some stairs or over some little obstacles, uh, which we can get into, like how they've kind of tried to spice it up a little bit. Uh, and the idea is that you can apply your own speed but you will sort of just traverse through the level. So you are kind of pushed through the level a little bit, which is, I mean, a lot of games use that style of mechanic. They've introduced, uh, they, they have a style of earning points where you might want to uh, perform a certain number of tricks that you need to for uh, a style of the mode that they have there. And if you perform them really well, you'll get three out of three. And then if you're okay, two out of three and so on. And unlocking those uh, challenges will help you earn more points. And you can use those points to unlock different cities uh, outfits, some more skills, which I didn't even realize you could do the skills thing, but that's a, that's a way that you can increase things like your speed, uh, and your grind ability and things like that, which we'll get into this soon, but that feels very familiar to some other skateboarding games and also some special tricks. So like really complicated tricks that will hard to pull off, but will ultimately give you a better score.
0: Interesting. I had no idea that there was like a skills thing. Um, even though me either.
1: I was digging through the menu and I was, I had all these points, and then I was like, oh, if only you could. And then boom, there it is. It's like one through five, and you can boost your yeah your speed and and uh the ability and grinding, uh, which does make a difference. I went back and played a few levels, and you're yeah a lot faster. You're less likely to fall when you're doing like a manual or a grind, which again very reminiscent of some super popular skateboarding games over the mm. years, where those particular style tricks, uh, where you can lean from left to right or, or what what have you, uh, very hard to. To kind of keep that in that sweet spot in the middle but the longer you do that you'll generally get a multiplier so right away like i have to say right away this felt extremely familiar for me i grew up playing lots of uh, very popular skateboard games like tony hawk and skate Uh, so without i was i was i think i'm perhaps in a certain group where i didn't need as much coaching in the beginning i got it almost immediately Right. It felt very familiar very, very quickly. Uh, yeah. The mechanics of how to play on a phone we can get into. That's a little different to perhaps a controller that I would be used to or a keyboard even. But the the style of the game, which is skate freely and not really earn any points or skate for challenges and earn mm. points based on complexity of tricks, that felt immediately familiar. I was like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. This is great. This is Tony Hawk in my pocket.
0: Right. I, I almost think that because I'm kind of familiar with that game too, right? With Tony Hawk and Skate. I almost feel like knowing those games was almost a disservice and playing this one because I felt that I was trying to do the stuff that I was able to do in Tony Hawk in this game. And a lot of times, like, I wasn't able to do it in the style that I thought, or like in the patterns, or like in the timing that I thought was available to me in those games. So. I don't know. Like, I almost feel like if you didn't play those games previously, you'd probably have a pretty good time with this one.
1: It's definitely, to me, a slower game. And I don't think that's a bad thing. But I I think I know what you mean, where in games like Tony Hawk and Skate, you want to chain your tricks and get pretty aggressive about, like, switching your tricks up and chaining them with certain grinds or manuals so that then, again, your multiplier goes up. And it's, it's a pretty, I don't want to say aggressive, but it is a faster mechanic. And probably something that we're used to, having played that when we were younger. But this game, I think you don't, that's less important. I think it's more, you're more meant to kind of like take it easy a little bit and then like enjoy the flow of it. Right. I think you you mentioned that at the beginning that there's definitely a vibe or an aesthetic to this game that goes beyond the look and feel and the music. I think they're trying to get you to slow down to enjoy the pretty beautiful levels I think that they've made, um, which is not necessarily the same as something like Tony Hawk. Yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. This game is, in fact, 3D, but they've kind of left out the third dimensionality, right? Um, And I think that's kind of like what you said. It allowed me to just focus and more like take it easy rather than thinking about directing yourself and like weaving across certain things and just kind of just like letting it scroll, right? Like letting it sort of side scroll and as it does, um, just try to pull off tricks while you're doing that.
1: I mean that's a that's a really good way to to think about it. Is if you just focus on the right hand side of the screen to see what's coming, you're good to go. Like cognitively, there's less there than than that three D element of those other games where you can move all around. So you can kind of direct your rider. Like in this, what's coming is what's coming. You just need to like do as good of a trick as you can to kind of embrace what's coming towards you. All right.
0: Should we get to the three by threes, Tice?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: So three things to. good and three things bad about Skate City. Uh, I can start off first. I think the presentation of this game was really good. Like, I think it immediately feels like a skating game. I mean, I feel like skating games now has a, a, like, certain feel to them where it's, like, stuff about tape decks for some reason it's stuff about Polaroids It's stuff about... That has just
1: persisted through so many games (laughs) over the years. I mean, collecting that stuff or just using that as, like, visual references. It's funny how that... It's almost like quick side sidebar here. It's almost like skateboarding games are stuck in this time warp of when we were younger. Right. But I don't hate it. I mean, I, I don't played hate the it. recently remastered Tony Hawk game and it was so nostalgic and fun. Uh and they kept some of those elements, but then they added obviously modern techniques. But I don't hate it, but it's definitely stuck in this. I don't even know what year it would be, just that sort of time warp. And then totally. it feels feels like they've they've uh they've given a nod to that in this game a little bit. Yeah
0: and i definitely think that this this captures that feeling and so if you're looking for a skating game experience on your phone like this is definitely one to check out
1: i highly recommend and one of my good points was very similar to yours in that it's i think the visual aesthetic is very very pleasing as soon as you boot it up it's it's like soft oranges and red that kind of just evoke this feeling of the sun going down on venice beach or miami or tokyo or whatever it may be the typography i thought was really nice um and then i i definitely want to plug the soundtrack was excellent. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it, it suits the game really well. I don't know the background of this, uh, of the music in this, whether it was, it was, it's kind of royalty free stuff or whether it's been purchased and, um, you know, from the artist directly, but I really enjoyed it. And, and if you did grow up playing any of those skating games, you'll know that the soundtrack for those games is one of the most important things. And in fact, when they went to remaster Tony Hawk, they couldn't, they couldn't get the rights for all the original songs, but there was so much outcry from the community they really worked for it and got just about all the songs back, particularly for Tony Hawk 2, which is a very iconic soundtrack of our youth, which makes me sound old and feel old. I'm okay with that <laughs> though. But I, all that to say that I think the music that goes along with a skating, snowboarding, surfing kind of game is really important. And I think that they put a good amount of effort into this. It wasn't just ambient background music. It's, it's There's vocals, there's, there's rock and hip hop. And I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Right, but it isn't like an actual soundtrack though right it's just like the these are original tracks that were made for the game
1: right i imagine so that's yeah. I, I i couldn't clarify that uh in time for, for for the show here but i i do think that they they were made for this i hadn't heard any of them before but it felt good it made me want to kind of hold up uh, another phone and shazam it or something and figure out what it was you know I thought it was pretty cool look up a look up a playlist you know uh so kudos to them i thought that was right. good that's a that's another element that um I mean, to your point from before, if you did grow up playing skating games, it's probably an element of playing a skating game that you may not even recognize or realize that you want in that game. And it right. felt familiar. So that was yet again. I remember the first time I played Skate City, picking it up, the aesthetics of 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 how nice it looked, getting into a free skate really quickly, and then hearing that music, it was just like reliving a little, just a little second of young, being younger. And I, I, I liked it. I thought it was really nice.
0: Right, yeah. And so this will definitely strike for people. Um, it, it will it will really immediately strike you as something that's reminiscent if you're familiar with those older games. But I also wonder how it's going to feel for people that haven't played any of those games previously, right? Like whether this somehow feels nostalgic. Um, but I get a sense like even with like all the lo-fi sounds and like the skating sounds, it's still going to be a really attractive package uh, for you to check out because of the quality that they put into it.
1: I think so. I definitely agree. And uh, I am curious though, To think, what would it be like if you didn't have those nostalgic elements? I I still think it would be fun. Maybe it wouldn't be up there at like volume 11 um, Mm. as as it was for me. But how did you find, so I I think I just walked through like what it was like to fire it up for the first time and get into a level, but how did you find um, getting used to how to play?
0: Yeah, so that's my next good point, uh, which is, you know, I am familiar with like these other games, but... This game in particular does things a little bit differently. And for me to get going, it was pretty easy for me to learn and pick up. Um, There's a little bit nuances that I'm going to mention later in like the negative aspects. But overall, to get you going, start to free skate and start to really enjoy like what this game has to offer. I feel like you can get it pretty quickly.
1: Similar point for me. I think the way that they teach you how to use the... um I'll explain it in my words, the kind of four quadrants of, of your phone screen where they've kind of split it into four four kind of rectangles and how they how they teach you that in the beginning, you know, it's Ollie down here and it's Nolly over there and like just giving you that, um, that, that slower onboarding experience to try and understand how to do some of the simple tricks and then they kind of build up towards more complicated uh, tricks and chaining later. So that was, I had a similar point about how it was, I felt like it was pretty easy to get going uh, and kind of fun and engaging as I was learning.
0: Right. And I think my last good point here is that there is tons to open up, right? Like you earn points by doing tricks and, and doing things uh, from like a task list, which I'm going to get to later on my negative. Uh, but the more that you do these sort of like tasks or objectives around the level that you're currently in, it's going to unlock uh, points for you. And with those points. There's tons of things to unlock. So you have new cities to unlock, which you can skate through. I think right now there's like a total of five cities that you can open up. Not only that, you can customize your skater. Um, this is also reminiscent of like Tony Hawk and Skate, where you can, you know, adorn your character with hats make them and your own skateboards. Yeah. That's right,
1: make them feel like they're unique to you.
0: Um, but I didn't know that you can unlock uh, skills and tricks with points, which would have been good to know.
1: Definitely, and I think you'll get to a, you'll get to a point where you're uh, working through the checklist like you just mentioned, Sam, and you'll feel like you're like, I think I'm doing everything I need to do here, but I think I just need to be a better skater. And it turns out there is a mechanic for it. There is a mechanic to redeem your points to literally uh, make the skills of your rider better, uh, which we can talk to shortly. But that also um, uh, kind of feeds nicely into my last good point where I felt like when I moved from the free skate to the sort of like earning points mode of the game, it felt really easy. And I don't know whether I've just been punished in the past by some some games around like trying to earn points and then redeem them, but I felt pretty good. I was like, I can do this. And I was getting three out of three pretty consistently and earning a good amount of points too that were like, so the currency felt um, felt more than fair, in fact, right. um, which which to me, I'm so conditioned to the currency being, you know, having to really scrimp um, to get, you know, the, the bare minimum to get one thing unlocked. But this felt pretty um, pretty free with the points, which I didn't hate that.
0: Right. Um, is it okay if we move on to the negative points? Cause tell, I think, tell
1: me what's bad. Right. Because
0: I think with that unlock list, one of the main, of the main things that you probably want to unlock in this game are going to be the locations. And each one of those locations costs 1,000 points each. Right. Um, and technically, if you look into it, any one of these challenges that you do in the challenge mode will probably give you about 1,000 points really easily off the bat. Right? Like you said. And so my thing is, if it's that easy to unlock the locations, why not just unlock them right away? Just have them ready. Because I probably played like a really good long session in that free skate mode, which is like the default mode that you're landed into, and probably got only like 150 points. Yeah. And realized that, oh, you know, I actually want to check out these other locations. I've skated for quite a bit, but I only have 150 points, and I need to unlock this by getting 1,000 points. Seemed really daunting if I didn't know. I mean, because I didn't know like this like challenge mode would give me so many points right away.
1: I mean, they could have done something like after a certain minutes of free play, you un- you unlock the next level. You know, so you are still getting rewarded for just hanging out and having a good time, and then that just unlocks the next city. You know, as opposed to like having to earn the points or some other way.
0: Right. So my bad point is that the unlocking incentive wasn't very that wasn't really clear. It gave me like a pretty good. Uh, semi-directed and like kind of loose but free tutorial on how to play the game but it didn't really give me any sort of tutorials or uh, tips on being able to unlock these other things which could have possibly made my time a little bit more enjoyable.
1: It's interesting I didn't have that problem and I think it's because I skated for a little bit and then I was curious so I went back to the menus and started digging around so maybe there's a there's an expectation that you would play for a bit and understand the basics and then kind of stop and then go back Mm. and then so I moved pretty quickly into the unlocks, um, which meant that I, I got a, a ton of points really quickly. And I unlocked just about every city immediately because I was curious.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, so my thing is, if something sets you up in like the default mode of the game and you're going, I don't know if a game should necessarily want you to switch things to other modes of the game in order for you to unlock points, right? Uh, and so I was trying to unlock these things during in the main sort of section of the game, which is, I believe, is Free Skate. Right. Uh, but then here comes my next bad point is normally you get like an objective list that you have, uh, and there is an objective list. There's like, uh, things that you can do. Um, but then a lot of that wording was really hard to understand exactly what you needed to do. Right. right? Like one of them was like power stop, um, power stop while you're skating. I
1: couldn't couldn't figure that out easily. That was not easy.
0: That was not easy. (laughs) And I was like, well, first of all, what is a power stop? How do you do it? And it's only ah, later so on if some you go assumed into knowledge. right, like if you play it in the challenge mode and you go through the challenge mode stuff, it actually tells you how to do a power stop. But otherwise, yeah, I was I would have been like completely lost. Um, so yeah, there was like the the unlock list was kind of difficult, but then at the same time, it didn't leave me any like breadcrumbs and, in a meaningful way. Um, so I was a little yeah, bit lost kind of, there.
1: They've sort of split the game in two, but yeah, I, I see what you mean, especially for the first time player if they had sort of seamlessly moved from the free play into the kind of um, challenge play and they had said that in-game, that probably would have been a really nice way to tie it together. So they could have taught you the two mechanics uh, and then you choose what you want. Because I I do see why they have the free play. Like if you're just commuting and you don't want to think about anything, you just want to like kind of zen out. I can see why they have that there. But but you should be aware that there's a whole other part of the game, which is a pretty important part if you want those points and you need those cities. So I think that... um, that was one of my points too, actually, was that it could feel a little aimless to those that want or need the direction, which I'd say most people probably would. Uh, so I agree that they could have done a better job with helping you understand that there is this whole other portion to the game.
0: Um, that's it for my negative points. Tyce. do you have any other negative points?
1: I do have one last one, uh, but we talked about how having played games like Tony Hawk and Skate growing up and chaining tricks together, knowing that the bigger the multiplier, the better return on the points, the more likely you are to have enough points to unlock the next thing. Like having that kind of ingrained in us does make me kind of lower the steam on this point. But I felt like chaining some of the tricks together was a little tricky for me. And I think that's because I've just got two thumbs and I'm used to being able to use that across a controller, a physical device. So it could just be that I'm not the quickest mobile gamer when it comes to being able to chain that stuff together. But I felt like that was difficult. And I knew that uh, that being able to change some of those tricks would have meant I could have gotten more points faster. Because some of the challenges are just get as many points as you can. You know, get 7,500 points in this 30-second run or whatever it may be. So that would have been better. Uh, that was my only gripe is that it felt like it was a little tricky for me to do that.
0: So correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you can actually chain things if you're not grinding in this game.
1: I thought you could grind and then manual, but maybe that goes to... I my think the assumptions.
0: only yeah I think the only time you can actually chain is if you're on a grind in this And that's game.
1: grind to grind, like like that's like off a and grind, grind and then
0: doing another thing and landing on another grind.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. See that? That's my assumption. I had just assumed that I was failing and not you know like I was trying to do manuals in between. I guess land based tricks or right. just like you know, and then I, Regular I just straight I just, runs right. Yeah, and I guess I had just assumed because I grew up playing these games that that would also get me, and then I kept. Not having it happen, so I I just assumed that I was failing. Right, and so that
0: was I guess like if I did have a last bad point is that <laughs> overall, and I think this is this is kind of unfair on them because like I'm I'm now comparing the game to to places like Tony Hawk and and Skate, is that I felt like there were they were missing like a combo system when they were doing it on. The, there it the is that's the word ground, i'm looking for combo right?
1: that's a much better way to explain what i'm trying What that that thing that i was expecting because competitive sports games like this are about combos like i said right. not just skating snowboarding and surfing and other trick-based games combos are an essential like part of that you would you would assume part of the dna of those games
0: right and i feel like there wasn't that in this game and i don't know if they were just going for a different vibe or if they didn't do it for a certain reason i just felt like that's what I was missing overall. And maybe
1: game. it was intentional though. Cause I mean, yeah. we both said that the game is very um, chill. It, it is a lot more chill. And I think by design, so maybe they were like, maybe they were sitting at the table and, and talking about how to put this together and shot it down because yeah. they didn't want to increase the anxiety and increase the amount of uh, complications when it came to garnering points. And they wanted you to just take it easy and enjoy the skate.
0: Tice, what is your final seven day rating for skate city?
1: I rated Skate City six out of seven. Easy, easy. It made me smile. It was very nostalgic. And despite the hiccups, uh, I found myself naturally picking it up and playing for a a while, actually. And a while in my world, which is more than a few minutes. Mm -hmm. So I I skated, I I rated it uh, quite highly. How about you, Sam? What did you think?
0: Uh, It was a three out of seven days for me.
1: (sighs) That's a solid burn. Uh,
0: It's not actually a burn like I feel like the quality of this game is definitely up there uh, in terms of you know a complete package Uh, the the production is great the sound effects are amazing like if you want a game that has you feeling like you're skateboarding and then you you crave that sound of the your your wheels on different types of pavement. This the sound is definitely that an Ollie a game. Makes, it's, totally, uh, it's that yeah, like really it. satisfying. It's almost like a a really well manufactured keyboard sound that <laughs> I know that you hate, but yes, um, but yeah, like for me, because it wasn't having like the combo system, uh, I tried to sort of take it at face value of like a Zen game, but then um, for me, like the punishment of failing in this game wasn't so bad to where I wanted it to feel like I was doing stuff significantly. So if I did a combo, if I, I mean, if I did like a trick that didn't feel that satisfying for me, like, sure. I did like a ollie and then I did like a nollie or like, you know, I did some flipping of the skateboard and stuff like that. Um, when, and whenever it did it, it didn't make me feel magical. Whereas I think for a game like skate or Tony Hawk, whenever I did those tricks, it kind of made it feel magical because you're like inputting moves and like doing like a trick. Right.
1: Well, I was wondering, too, in those games, you can land a trick poorly, okay, right. or really well. So thinking about that, like the way that the visual and the audio feedback matches those categories of how well did you do. In this game, you it's, either you either land it or you don't.
0: Right, and then you just land it. Most of the time, you just land it. So I felt right. like I wasn't really working. You wanted more. Or, you wanted yeah. to really
1: know whether you've you've literally stuck the landing or you've not stuck the landing.
0: Right, because I knew for some reason, like my character kept rotating upon like on the tricks as well. Oh, that
1: happens. That happens all the time. And then they can it's just when you land do a it. swipe, and then you'll do like a little, you'll do like a little one eighty shove it or something like that, and you'll you'll be in you'll be in switch versus regular. Right, uh,
0: and they just land it and it's, keep it's, going. And I would be you like, say it's too forgiving.
1: Mm. Is it's it too, too forgi- forgiving
0: I think it's too forgiving and I think it's kind of going on the nature of like they probably wanted this to feel like a Zen game uh, and because and they, they don't did, want
1: you to feel punished right like so right. to the top of this call when you say what would it be like if if someone did not grow up playing the games that we played and perhaps they would get they probably more like out this game it. more yeah, yeah they yeah.
0: definitely like this game more than I did I think and I think it's because of that uh, lack of expectation right so for me um it didn't really land it uh, I feel like this is a great chill game that people should check out if they want to try it out. Like a a, a solid skating game on on the iPhone. It just uh, it was just okay for me.
1: That's fair. Uh, Skate City is on Apple Arcade. Apologies to our Android fans, but that is available there. So if you do have Apple Arcade, take it for a spin. Let us know what you think.
0: Heis, it is now up to me to search for the next game for our next seven days. Tell me what's up, Sam. And. I'm moving away from the Apple Arcade because I feel like this should be an opportunity for people to check out uh, games that are not in the Apple Arcade. Ty, so you have seven days to play. Sandship, colon, Crafting Factory.
1: Wow. Oh, I love a title that just invokes so many questions. Sandship, Crafting Factory.
0: Sandship, colon, Crafting Factory. I'm excited. Let me read you the really quick tagline and not the description. Please. Control an alien factory! Exclamation mark!
1: Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. All aliens. Okay. Okay. Uh, looking forward to it. Thank you for sharing. Before we go, tice do you have a thing of the week? I do. Uh, right now, it's uh, Halloween, as I think I'm meant to say it from a country that doesn't celebrate that as much, but. Uh, it's been a fun uh, month for that. I do enjoy seeing how people dress up and carry on, but there is a new film out that's been in purgatory for a year called Halloween Kills. It's the second of the newest Halloween trilogy, Jamie Lee Curtis back in her uh, usual role. Uh, this film and the one prior ignore a the majority of Halloween films, which is a fun wiki kind of uh, rabbit hole to go down, but... Uh, we watched this film, no spoilers, but um, it's pretty ridiculous. It's it's right up there with just people kind of yelling in the cinema and and saying "Don't do that." <laughs> which Amazing, I was great. So, so it's, uh,
0: Jimmy Lee Curtis is back.
1: Oh yeah, with this? absolutely, wow. with a vengeance. So this is this is the sequel to the one before that, of which I've just given up on on Halloween movie titles because they I don't know, but. Uh, she's back. This is the second of three uh, of, of the latest trilogy Recommend it uh, If you really love Halloween, you need to be bought into the idea of Halloween, the film uh, uh, and series of films and all of the ridiculousness that comes with that and Michael Myers. But um, we thought it was a lot of fun, uh, a little different to the first film in this trilogy, which came out a couple of years ago. I'd say that film was probably a little more serious. Uh, this one is just right up there with being ridiculous. So if that's your cup of tea, enjoy. Happy Halloween.
0: Amazing. I kind of want to check it out, but um, yeah, I'm trying to find a time when I would watch this because we've obviously missed Halloween. But my thing of the week, Tyce, is a little device known as the MC-101 from Roland.
1: Okay, Roland. So we're talking the company that makes some of the world's best keyboards and audio right. equipment. Okay, so MC-101. MC-101
0: is a little groove box. So Ooh,
1: awesome. are you familiar- Where is this going to go?
0: Are you familiar with the OP1 or the OPZ from Teenage Engineering?
1: No, but it sounds great.
0: So they have, like, this, these little devices that can do, like, sequencing, a little bit of a, a DAW thing. So you can essentially, oh, this like...
1: starting to get a bit more familiar. Have yeah.
0: a little bit of beatbox, but at the same time, you can put in your own tunes, do a little bit of filtering. So it's kind okay. of like this all-in-one package where you can essentially, like, produce...
1: And it's hardware. We're talking like about, a like, song. a physical, small physical box? Right.
0: And so... Okay ever since Teenage Engineering and the OP1 has become really popular i think a lot of these other companies whether they've been producing them before which i think which i believe they have been okay uh, put a little bit more focus into like kind of like these complete little package equipments
1: right? i imagine because the community is keen for that now right like it's yeah. kind of become more popular
0: and so uh, Roland came out with like this i think it's been a little while like since they came out with it but it has full beat sequencing you can do like um, you know, key notes, you can have sound effects, you can really? sample audio, you can put in like a little SD card of music and then chop it up within the device. So you're completely free from like a software thing and do it. How, all how are on you doing this? Effect. Is it
1: all physically on the device or do you need a yeah, phone or a laptop? Like, or?
0: All you get is like this little LCD screen. No. Um, but you do it all through like the, the LED.
1: Uh, buttons that are in place. I assumed you would have to use an app like an accompanying Bluetooth app or something like that. But no, wow, so so seriously standalone, like just a little box Yeah, of Julia. it's
0: Totally standalone. Okay. So you can you can do everything from like you have four tracks, right? And you can lay down things on those four tracks and it has four audio levers in which you can then control those tracks. Right. So after you've laid everything down and like sequencing that you need, you can then control it with like these audio levers to essentially like play your song.
1: Really? Wow, and they're just loops? Like, do you just have, like, a set set of bars? Not and only
0: just... loops, but you have clips, which could be multiple loops, ah, right? And you can layer so them per up? per or... track, you can have up to, like, I think even more than, like, 16 clips. And each wow. of those clips can have either, you know, 16 bars or up to, like, 64 bars of sequence, right? My mind so is
1: you... melting thinking of how you fit all this into, like, a small... so i think it's like a really
0: good combination of what people have been using in previous like sort of little modular devices plus like a little bit of influence from what like teenage engineering did and kind of rethinking of how do we structure this with like different button presses so it makes sense right so you have essentially a row of pads that light up and normally these pads would just be like drum beats or something like that right but now because the pads can light up in certain ways they can signify which part of the song you're on, which part of the measure you're on, or which Whoa. beat you have sequenced, depending on what you want those pads to show, right? And signify. So it's really cool. It's like, super, you, can, you can probably spend like five years learning I was device. gonna say, is this the yeah. kind of
1: thing that, is this basic intermediate or advanced here? Like it's, cause I, it sounds like it could be advanced, but could you also just, could totally. a kid I mean, pick this up and just, yeah, you know, make some basic that's beats. my whole
0: reason of getting this. That's impressive. I kind of wanted to check this out with my son. Right, and he wanted to like sort of lay down some beats and it has like the sequencer mode where kind of like a, uh, a, an 808 yeah. machine, you can just like key Classic. them in and see where the bass beats are, see where the hi-hat beats are, see where the snare beats are and you can visualize it that way. I was going to say that's a really good mode, learning.
1: Right? Uh, yeah, how, how It's a great way to show people how um, the structure of chords work or, or a bar or whatever it may be and having that physical thing to look at and feel is that's quite cool. I need to look this up. MC-101? 101.
0: MC-101 101 from Roland.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite. Thank you Italy. for sharing.
0: That's our show. Join us next week as we talk about Sand Ship. Uh, crafting, crafting Factory.
1: Crafting Factory. Yeah, something about aliens. Control uh, an alien factory. Thank you, Sam. I'll get right on that. That was a great week with Skate City.
0: Find us on Instagram and Twitter by searching for 7 Days to Play. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting app by searching for 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play.